This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. That music means it's time for Honor Our Fathers. We draw a father's name every week to see who's been nominated as someone's favorite priest. And we honor them with a dozen donuts. So just a little thank you to the fathers. So today's Honor Our Fathers segment on the Real Presence Radio Network is being brought to you in part by Kubacher Trucking. Kubacher Trucking delivers road materials, rock, and topsoil for lawn and garden. Jack will drop by his customer's sites to give estimates on materials and cost, and he can be reached at 307-680-1814. Today's winner is Father Ermer from St. Leo's in Castleton, North Dakota. Melanie Parrison nominated him, saying, I would like to nominate Father Ermer from St. Leo in Castleton, North Dakota, to win a dozen donuts. I know he has a sweet tooth. (laughs) Father Ermer is a great priest. He interacts well with the youth. Everybody in our church community loves Father Ermer. His homilies hit home with what's going on in the world. Well, congratulations, Father Ermer. You're this week's Donut Winner. Yay! Honor Our Fathers. So today's Honor Our Fathers segment on the Real Presence Radio Network is being brought to you in part by Kubach Trucker, Kubacher Trucking. Kubacher Trucking delivers road materials, rocks, and topsoils for lawns and gardens. Jack will drop by his customer sites and give estimates on materials and cost, and he can be reached at 307-680-1814. If you have a priest you'd like to nominate for Honor Our Fathers, please email Lori at realpresenceradio.com. So I've delivered some of these donuts to the priests, Yeah. And they get excited. Like, sure. excited. No, I can imagine. And I think it's just like an unexpected thank you that goes so far. Sure. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yep. It's, yeah, you just, I mean, you know you, that people appreciate you. Uh, <laughs> there's no question about that. But some days it's nice to be able to taste the appreciation. There you go. Yeah. So, so always a fun segment to have. And we yeah. have it once a week, so... All right, Father, that's the end of the show. So I wanted to dive in as a father's perspective on the charismatic renewal. Um, You lived it. You grew up with it. You're surrounded by it. Uh, Church is teaching on it. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's a legitimate, I guess if you'd say a legitimate uh, reality uh, within the church. Uh, The the Holy Spirit is at work. Yeah. I think the the thing that the church is always cautious about is that it stays within the the authority of the church mm-hmm. that sometimes with with charismatic people can come this sort of renegade sort of I want to be in charge and all of those things. Sure. Um and so the you know the the church has you know, the diocesan offices. And so like Jane, you know, helps to be able to navigate because when there's questions about, is this, you know, like she's like, I don't know about this book or, you know, really being able to make sure that what it is that we're following is of, of the Holy spirit is of God, Mm -hmm. uh, and does desire it, uh, for us. Um, you know, I think it's sort of like anything, it really has grown and matured. And so I even think within the movement, that slain in the spirit and the speaking in the tongues and all of that, uh, while it's authentic, it isn't like the primary focus. Sure. And you'll find, I think now, you know, that you can, 
you can be charismatic and uh, and not necessarily speak in tongues and, and right. that's okay as well. Right. Um, really, ultimately, what the church desires for all of us is that we would come to know that we are loved and that, that God desires our life to be lived for him and that there is this plan. Uh, well, it's just beautiful that he provides different avenues for mm-hmm. us to find that. Yeah. You know, whatever yeah. fits our personality. Yeah, like I said, you know, I, I'm not really involved in the charismatic movement, uh, you know, but I'm aware of it and I and I know what it is uh, as well. Uh, and so uh, for people who, you know, have a great love for that, I do think that one of the things that can be very helpful is in the area of healing. Uh, mm-hmm. And I do think there is something about a need for spiritual healing yeah. that we don't realize the things we do don't just wound us maybe physically or mentally, hmm. but even spiritually. Sure. Uh, and so there's the image of, of Jesus as the divine physician. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he desires to come and sort of, as a physician, to bring healing, uh, you know, to our lives as well. Sure. So one of the questions I'm going to start asking you is... <laughs> from I know that during your masses you have so now you know. Oh yes, now I know. Yes, now you know, like Paul Harvey. <laughs> so what was last week? Do you remember what you had on for last week? Oh my gosh, I just blanked. Because it was like at the um, end. You yep, always do it at the end of, end of your I homilies. Do it at the end of mass. No, it's at the end of mass. So end of mass. Right after the announcement. So some joke. It's the second homily. <laughs> um, I do try to keep it, uh, you know, short. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what I did. Uh, I'd have to look it up again. Because, uh, I, I mean, I've done it for since I've been here, so almost two years. And do you ever, because um, you were at, um, in Watertown, do you ever run out of material? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, you can run out of, you can run out of material. Um, I'm trying to... Oh, yep, kneeling. Okay. Uh, so why do we kneel? Uh and in particular in this one, why do we kneel before and after Mass? Okay. Uh, and so first and foremost, kneeling is a very uh, humbling uh, and vulnerable position to be in. Sure. Uh, and so we put ourselves in a humble, vulnerable position. And then also as we're preparing for Mass, what do I need? You know, Jesus often asks people that question, what do you want? Uh, and our willingness as we're coming to church, what do I want? What do I need? And then he also, at the same time, with the woman uh, who touched his cloak, he wanted to talk to her after it was done. (laughs) It wasn't enough that he healed her and she was on her way. But this, so at the end of Mass, to even stop and to say, I just touched Jesus. Did he answer my prayer? What Mm. just happened? What didn't happen? Um, There's also the the custom of praying the St. Michael the Archangel prayer. Uh, at the end of Mass, yeah, uh, or in some parishes they'll pray uh, two Hail Marys, uh, one for the last person that died and one for the next person to die in the parish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think it's a, a good thing just to stop. Uh, now, in w- a Watertown where I was, whoever their pastor was many, many, many years ago, trained them. And so literally the minute the song is done, the entire congregation drops. Yes. And they, they quietly say a prayer. And then they get up and they're on their and way. Then, yeah. Um, and so that's around the diocese. Uh, we don't we don't do that here at St. Mary's. I don't know that we're in the we're at the stage of life that I could train them per se. Encourage. Well, I think sometimes it just is like a domino effect of parishioners that do it. Mm-hmm. Because I I go to Christ the King, 
And my family, we've always done that. And we, and where we got this, I don't know. We say three Hail Marys for the next person to die. Okay. Yep. The next person who is going to die. <laughs> so yep. That came out wrong. Yeah. But, um, and so for, gosh, I don't know when, forever, um, we do that after Mass. Well, at Cathedral in Rapid City, it wasn't that way. Christ the King wasn't that way. But then you go and you go to the Newman Center Mass at Christ the King. And it is that way. Oh. You know, so I yeah, think it's I kind think, of a domino effect yeah. among people. And I do think that part of that is because college students are malleable. Mm. So you can do things with them because they're open. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to try to change what someone has done their entire life, it can be hard. Not pos- impossible. Well, you're but. just praying that they stay long enough that they don't beat you out of the church. Right. No, no. no, and again, it's this reality that I want people to at least be able to know why we do what we do or don't do what we don't do. And then you make a decision. See, and I thought the main point behind the genuflection was because Jesus was there. Well, and he is there. But so I went in a specific way, I was just talking about before Mass. Before and after Mass. It's okay. that moment in which I really humble myself. And that's why we do genuflect. It's why we kneel is again, out of reverence for Jesus Christ, truly present. But even if I wasn't, even if he wasn't to be there, mm-hmm. you know, and you were in a chapel that didn't have the blessed sacrament, I would mm-hmm. still encourage people to kneel before mass and after mass. Hmm. So in that part of it, you know, there's other parts where we kneel and genuflect um, as well. But, but that means you got to get to church in time to have some time. Absolutely. You know, so some people just come barreling. I don't do well at that. Yeah, no. No, I always, so. I'm always 10 minutes early, and then that's right on time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have to have time to focus. and, and uh, Yes. So. so, another question I have for you, since you're all-knowing. <laughs> so, uh, my question is, uh, when, and, it, and the reason I'm bringing it up is because I got asked this question. Okay. After Mass, um, because after communion, I go, I kneel, and I pray. Mm-hmm. Is there typical, normal prayers that people should be saying after receiving the Eucharist? Or? Um, prayer of Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know, uh, the Eucharist means Thanksgiving. Uh, one common prayer is the Anima Christi. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so it's a very beautiful kind of litany, soul of Christ, body of Christ, blood of Christ. Uh, like, so there's that. Uh, but really, I think, like, you just received our Lord. Like, it's a moment to just be. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know that we really take the time to just be uh, in that. And so... The church wouldn't say there's anything in particular. I think just to reflect on, yeah. like, this is it right here for this moment, you know? Um, and even, like, to hold the Eucharist on your tongue for a while. Like, to not just consume it right away. Like, just, to, like, I just want this moment to, to be. Yeah. Yeah, because they asked me what I what I pray for, and I'm like, I don't really know. I'm just there yeah just there i don't really know yeah again i just think how do how do we thank jesus for what he just did we can't but (laughs) can we try yeah you know and and again this is where the the childlike faith is is so beautiful you know i mean they pick you 
you know, dandelion flowers and they draw you pictures, uh, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and, and so what's the dandelion I can offer God? Like, hmm. this is all I have, but I give it to you. Yeah, he's just excited we're hanging out with him. Yeah, yeah. So it's what you <laughs> want, but it takes people, you know, willingness to not just be in the routine of it all, you know. Yeah. Uh, and even as a priest, there's the danger of that, that you just kind of go through the motions and it's just what you do and you just... Uh, and sort of really even just stop and... So what if you experience a priest that is like that and you feel like he's just kind of... Who cares? Doesn't really show much. I just think, again, you pray for him. Like, you just pray for them. But the Eucharist is still consecrated. Oh, yeah. Then that's the beauty of the, of the church. Okay. Is you, the, it doesn't even matter. Like, God is powerful. God is more powerful. Like Father Doty said earlier, yeah. I just have to say the words. Yeah. And if I say these words, God does everything else. So, did he say the words? Yep. Okay. Do I like him? Nope. <laughs> Doesn't matter. You know, does he irritate me? Yep. Is this homily too long? Yep. Is this homily too short? Yep. Is this homily too boring? Yep. Not but, why we're here. But did he say did he say the words? Yes. Okay. And and your problem is? Yeah. It, the the host the Jesus isn't enough? Like that's sometimes the danger when everything goes well mm-hmm. is we forget that really it's the Eucharist that, that we're here for. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I would I mean I say it once in a while in homilies like you should have bad music sometimes and, and a lecture that can't lecture and a priest you don't like so that you really have to be stripped of all of those things and just say, but I am here because in spite of all of that, yeah, Jesus is. Yeah. And that's, that's what I'm here for. And then I want all those things to be good, but so that they are out of a fruit of this reality. Like this is what we're about. Yeah. And I walked with a friend through RCIA and they were just like, there's something different here. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's Jesus. Yeah. Right. You know, we don't, we don't go to Mass because we like the pastor. It helps. Mm-hmm. It helps. But we don't go to Mass. We go to Mass to worship God. Yeah. Now, I do think it's important. You know, I, I, I do think in, when I was in seminary, our, our homiletics professor, the teacher that teaches you how to preach, he just said, if they can't tell you're moved by the, the, the readings, why should they be moved? Mm. Like, if mm. you're not excited, if you're not engaged, why would they be? Right. Like, and so there is that sense of if, if they don't like, look at you and say, what in the world does Father know that I don't know? <laughs> yeah. um, like, okay. Um, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. You know, or even, I, I still remember one of the parishioners in Watertown, he said he was at a mass with his daughter and he looked over and his daughter was like crying. Mm-hmm. And he's like, afterwards, like, what was that about? And she was just like, he just loves us. And he was like, I want whatever that was. Like, again, what, what Jane was talking about. I don't want it to be an intellectual thing. Like, I know Jesus loves me. No, yeah. I want to know that Jesus loves me. You know, because it's in that that I can really grow in my awareness of what that means. Uh, well, and when I was like, you know, having her share how people can find out more information, it's not like a how-to. 
right. it's not a one through. I to me, it would be more of a God, please give me that experience yeah. that you want me to have. Yeah. yeah, you know, and again, there are things. There are workshops. There's you can do all kinds of things to learn about all of it and mm-hmm. grow in your awareness of it. But again, with the parishioner here at St. Mary's, he's just like <laughs> he's like on fire and, and we're just trying to help him, you know? And he's trying to figure it out as well. But you know, this has been a long time coming. His wife has prayed for him. Mm. You know, I want my husband to be the husband who is the spiritual father, who understands, you know, all these things. I don't want just a husband that goes to church. Well, she got it. <laughs> Let me tell you, she got it. Uh, you know? Ready to work. Yeah. And so it's great. And it's, it's you know, it, it's just amazing. And what I, what I really like about it, and this will sound bad, is he's like, just your average guy. I love it. Like he, he's un, it's unsuspecting. It's not the one you would have thought. Uh, and so it's like, yeah, well, why not him? Yeah. He's uh, like the Earl Markleys that's putting up posts, yeah, billboards yeah. around the town. But he's super open to whatever God wants and has no mm. hesitation. What like a literally calls anybody. Like, I don't know why I'm calling you, but I think I'm supposed to call you. Like, we should do this. Uh, wow. Like, I'm like, okay. What a gift. Yeah. So it, it definitely has been a gift. So now I want lots and lots and lots and lots of those. I'm like, all right, Lord, we want more, more, we want more. more. Well, what? So, <laughs> but I'm not in charge. So I just ask and That's right. try to be obedient. Well, we're coming to the end of our show, Father. Yeah. It was a great show. Um, if people missed any of the show, all of our podcasts are up on your favorite platforms. Just look up Real Presence Live. Or you can also look up Rutten Radio. Yep, if you want. If you want. (laughs) If you want, there's Rotten Radio. (laughs) And you can listen to all of our podcasts that we have, or you can go to realpresenceradio.com and find us there. Or you can download our free app and uh, do like what I do, plug it into my car and take it everywhere I go. Because I travel a lot, and I run out of a station, and then I plug it in until I get to the next one. So it works. It works. So tomorrow is Friday? Yes, Friday the 2nd. Second. Oh, we've got a special show tomorrow. Oh. So, Eli, will you share with us what we have going on? Hey, thanks, Heather. And I'm just going to piggyback off of what you were saying about the podcast and stuff real quick. Yeah. You know, if you are somebody who's listening to our podcasts on, you know, whatever your favorite platform is, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever, um, if you leave us a five-star rating and review, that really <gasps> helps us get discovered by other people who don't necessarily know about Real Presence mm. Radio, but maybe they'll stumble upon it. So... Good if you like what you're listening to, give us a review and a, and a, a high rating, and that would be greatly appreciated. But there's more you, great. I, oh, Eli well. may or may not be in charge of our podcast, so thank you, oh. Eli, for keeping us up to date. And Eli may or may not scour <laughs> analytics, something like that. Anyway, we've got another great show coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That'll be hosted by Monsignor Patrick Schumacher, coming to you from Corpus Christi Church in Bismarck, North Dakota. He'll start off the show visiting with Nathan Sather, who you might recognize as one of our hosts here on Real Presence Live. He'll talk about being a Catholic in the military. Then Steve Ray will join us to uh, review the scriptures. And Father Bruce Krebs from the Diocese of Bismarck will join us to reflect on his 30 years as a priest. All that and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live, Friday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. All right. Thanks, Eli. Wow. You're almost there, Father. To 30? <laughs> Only 11 years Only 11 to go. Only 11 years to go. If the no 19 big go, deal. Yep, 19 went fast. 19 <laughs> no went fast. So. Any last thoughts, reflections for our listeners before we have to sign off? 
I think enjoy this long holiday weekend coming up uh, for many of them. I think they're taking it especially long uh, when the fourth falls on a weekend, you know. uh, Yeah, and to really continue just to pray uh, for the church, you know, to really, you know, the importance of prayer, to really pray for our priests, our parishes, our bishops, our lay people. Mm -hmm. uh, Especially all those priests that are moving. Yeah, all those priests who are moving. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's so awful. (laughs) (laughs) they need your prayers (laughs) well father paul thank you so much for hosting with me it's always a pleasure always fun to come to saint mary's and hear what you guys have going on will you part us with a blessing this morning sure the lord be with you and with your spirit may almighty god bless all of you the father the son and the holy spirit amen amen saint uniper sarah pray Pray for for us. us there we go All right, everyone, have a great rest of your week and a safe July 4th 4th weekend. weekend. So travel safe. All right. Thanks, guys. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live. Local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.